now we will begin the dance. This is the Brahms dance. Official Game of Thrones podcast of the books of the show with George R. R. Martin. I'm Eddie Collazo, and life is a nightmare. And with me, as always, is Brooks Ugglesby. Hi, I'm Brooks, aka Night King Funeral City, Six Dead. How's it going? <laughs> Game of Thrones, it's back. We love it. Oh, we love it, don't oh, we? We love it. <laughs> Long night, you get one. You get one regular <laughs> night. Hey, y'all know how last night you watched Game of Thrones and then you went to sleep and for like probably a couple of hours and then you woke up? That's how long winter was. Uh, the Glovers were right. Sweet Robin just slept through it. Cersei's right. Cersei like, was literally right. Howland Reed was right to just stay in his swamp. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Arya's is Zora High now. Arya's is... Uh, who's Nisa Nisa? Uh, that was, well, the sword was, uh, the- was The waif? The waif. <laughs> yep. Uh, Nisa Nisa is how you say no one in High Valyrian. It's really good. Um. So David Benioff, uh-huh. in inside the episode, he's just calling whites zombies now. Did he do the fink, the hand thing, though? Nope. Okay. You know uh, how? Okay, so here's my impression of of Jon Snow, the main character. Every trailer since season, like, four or five. You ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is only one battle that matters, and that's the Great War. And now... No, the Great War's over. Now we have the last war. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, thanks, Arya. Anyways, let's get back to what matters. What a fun night. Uh, Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 3, The Long Night. Mm-hmm. Um, the regular it, night. It was written and directed by David Benioff and D.V. Weiss. The first of four. Let's strap the hell in. We love it. And it's the longest episode of the series with a runtime of 82 minutes. The go, go, go episode. We needed all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, what'd you think of it? It was good. It was so. really good. Yeah, so, like, what, I don't know what Hey, else. it was the second episode in a row that was named after Brienne. The, the Long Night? <laughs> She's big. Large. The Large Night. So, remember all the think pieces that were like, oh, what if Arya's the, the waif? Or what, uh, what if Bran was the Night King? Or, like, what are all these spirals about? Can't wait to find out what the larger purpose of <laughs> the Nightman is. Uh, the Winterfell Crips are warded, warded. They're warded famously. They wouldn't just make it, they wouldn't just, they're, they've never been that heavy handed with foreshadowing on the what does Hodor's name mean show. Uh, here's my big Reddit post about the battle numbers and tactics of, uh, the, the good guy side. Mm-hmm. Um, I did fail to note that the Dothraki just die immediately. Mm-hmm. They just run and die. You 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 didn't think about that's the obvious thing that somebody would do. In I this battle. didn't consider that they wouldn't use the 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 dragons, the most powerful weapon. Well, no, they had to go stand minutes. into the into an undescript nearby mountain by themselves. All right, here, wait. Let me let me get this this shit started right here. Hold on. Ooh, it's there good. Go. Um, so I you've you've sort of dipped into some future spoilers, right? Hmm. 
I've seen something that's like purported to be a spoiler. Okay. We won't say them on the air, by the way. We won't. But it's so fucking stupid that there's no way it could happen, which means it will happen. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I can't, I was, so our chat was kind of freaking out last night, and I I don't like to look at spoilers, but just the idea that somebody woke up Sunday morning and saw, well, Arya's just gonna sort of stab him and that's it. Yeah. And to be, I have to sit on that all day, like, the bravery. I, I, so I, I didn't know, like, if there were spoilers for this episode, I didn't see them. Okay, so, good. I think there were, but they, like, came in late, and I was just like, whatever, at this point, I'll just watch it and... I've just been thinking about how, remember in episode one when Bronn gets a storyline about going to kill yeah. uh, Jamie and Tyrion? Yeah. Well, it, winter lasted, winter was shorter than the time it took for him to get to Winterfell, which we well, now be, know can happen in the same episode. Well, we can thank Stannis for that. Yeah, so you want to just mention, like, God is real in this episode. <laughs> God is real for this one. Um, do you want to start it? Yeah, I, I mean, think it's, it's mostly just much... fucking nonsense. It's like fighting the whole time, so whatever, but. It's just. The night. The whole thing since the beginning just isn't. Didn't we spend the last fucking two. The entirety of last season was preparing to battle King Bedtime. And now he's uh, he's dead, and Arya killed him with the dagger. Yeah, the little finger one. It's meaningful for some reason because a guy who slept in a barn used to have it. Mm-hmm. So remember, the... remember how um, uh, Catelyn like grabbed it with her hands and it didn't cut her fingers off. Well, she's stronger than the Night King. There you go. Yeah, I, I didn't consider that. Um, she was she was wearing armor. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, a woman's kind of armor. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just sort of in memory. Of our blue okay. friend. Yeah. Let's just sort of talk about, before we get started, the story of the, the the blue men. Okay. So in the, so pilot, they're just sort of attacking white uh, Night's Watchmen rangers outside. Why? Uh, they were uh, waiting for winter. So they were waiting for winter. Where is the baby? Right. That got made into one. Because he Where's should be he? baby Sam age by now. He should be he the should White Walker least. teen. Yeah, he should be 18 years old. I'm um, just saying that there's... So the thing that everybody who online yells at me about is, oh, well, the Night King was just waiting to get a dragon from Khaleesi. The only way that he would know that there was going to be a dragon and Khaleesi was going to come is if he knows everything that, like, Bran knows in a Bran is the Night King style way. But then the plan in this episode doesn't make any sense. You have he to just, pick one. He could, he could have just set Bran on fire. Remember how the Nightman has a fucking ice dragon that can burn things on fire alive and Remember Bran is just has, out in the open in the godswood and then the Night King lands and doesn't make him blow fire and says, anyway, see you later, Viserion. Remember how he has an entourage of at least, like, five other White Walker guys who are his And friends? all of them know that if he dies, they die, but they still don't try to protect him at all. Remember when Davos was waving two sticks <laughs> like an air traffic controller so a dragon knew where to land? That happened, right? That wasn't like no. That's yeah. I I I've had two servings of this episode, and that is legitimately what happens. He's standing on a runway with those two red lights, and he's trying to make Khaleesi see where Winterfell is. Dragons have legs. Dragons like, have, can... have legs. 
Dragons Got Feet. Do you want to talk about the episode? No. Well, this one, uh, the AV Club gave it a B. Which is basically an F. Yeah, so do you think maybe this is the moment we've all been waiting for, where people are going to realize that it's, um... I did see a few critical articles. Oh, let me, let me, let me hit you with this. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, the episode has an approval rating of 78%. That's barely certified fresh. Barely certified fresh. Uh, and Cersei is the final boss. It's just, it's been said uh, 20,000 times, but how can you now be more invested in going to kill a pregnant lady and her 20,000 swords with no elephants and also a horny guy who grabs his wiener is there? Onto Cersei. Onto Cersei, as a fan of the show, uh, (laughs) fan of the most feminist show on television, uh, Meghan McCain says. (laughs) Oh, God. Let's get Let's started. go. We got a long one ahead of us. Uh, so does the Draghi are here and they get killed immediately? Oh, you don't want to talk about the ten minutes before where nothing happens? Yeah, this is bullshit that it was the longest battle, because there's at least a half hour that's not. There's like three minutes in the beginning where Sam is just sort of walking around, and all the cowards are getting warded, or getting like pushed down into the, into the crypts. Remember how last episode it began with the Nightmen arriving? Like, they were there. Yeah. But then this one, there's, like, ten minutes before it starts. Well, maybe the maybe the dead horse that we saw was uh, Melisandre. That's so, my Uncle Benjamin's horse. Yeah, do you even fucking watch the show? Melisandre just shows up! Yeah, so we there see... now! So we see all of our friends in the army, and they're not wearing helmets so that we can see who they are, and Jorah's uh-huh. dog ghost is here, and uh-huh. then... And then fucking a horse shows up and Melon Sandler is here and she says, Hey Jorah, Mormont here in Winterfell. Do you know the How language? To speak and, and he he says yes. And he says absolutely, and then they all lift their sword and then um all Dothraki are princes. So uh-huh. so they're yeah. all the prince that was promised now and they have a big red sword glowing now. Mm-hmm. And my fantasy league's doing real good at this moment. They, th- this is how fucking stupid this season is. In my fantasy league, I have Viserion on my team, and I had to drop him and pick up fucking Hot Pie. I believe you've been owned. In episode three. Over here, we're feeling real good on the team that has Arya and Melisandre on it. You got probably got a lot of points on this one. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of doing gangbusters right now. Well, you're going to have to drop Mel- Melly Sanders because she's old. She did become old on screen. There was a lot of big PGOT predictions that did not come to fruition that are heartbreaking in this episode. But we did uh-huh. get to see ancient shoulder blades Melisandre die. Turn into a dust skeleton because she's very mm-hmm. old. So fucking... Uh-huh. Okay, so this whole thing, they're pretending that Melisandre's has predicted Arya killing the Night King since season three. It's fucking bullshit. So she knows that this isn't gonna work? Yeah, why'd she do this then? Right. I'm why beginning to think that I'm beginning to think the writers might be hacks. They're fucking hack frauds, dude. Like, why would she if she knew this was going to happen since season three? Why did she like go with Stannis and then Jon no, Snow? No, she no. She says, "Oh, Arya's going to kill the Night King," but I think Stannis Baratheon has to is good. Remember how people said that Beric Dondarrion had to die six times so that Arya could kill the Night King? Mm-hmm. That had to happen some, for some reason. 
And it could have literally been any person who died. Yeah. And I, if, did you watch the inside the episode? Oh, I don't watch them. Oh, well, this one was 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. that was good. Uh, but apparently, so the Melisandre eyes thing that she just says verbatim again this episode, um, that was in season three. And do you want to know when uh, David and Dan said that they decided that Arya would kill the Night King? Uh, season three. No, no, th- only three years ago. So around season five. In our time or in Game of Thrones time three years no, ago? No, they decided like three seasons ago. Okay. And also they, they kept saying, like, they decided, they made the decision, we wanted to do this. So I'm beginning to think this doesn't happen in the books. Yeah, oh, that she doesn't do, do fucking do a flip and stab the Nightman in his belly? Uh-huh. Who doesn't exist in the books? Well, yeah, the Nightman didn't drink his tummy soup, so he died. Yeah, true. Remember when Theon drank his tummy soup accidentally last episode, so that's why he died? Remember how apparently Bran also knows everything that's gonna happen, and he still made Theon die, even though right. Arya would say He goes between knows the later. future to not knowing it every scene, and in this one, he definitely did. You'd think, especially in this one, because he's near the tree, which is where the power comes from. Is it, though? To, uh, it no. is in the books. But, not like, really. tell me now the point of the Weirwood tree in the show. It looks like a face. Yeah, it's it's got fucking Michael Caine's face on it, and that's it. <laughs> so fucking okay. So all the Dothraki, they they're Lightbringer now, and Davis looks down and sees the evil red woman, and he doesn't like it. And then she says, "Hello, Davis. Don't worry about executing me. I'll be dead by tomorrow because I read the script." Uh huh. And so the thing is, the Davos was like planning on killing Melisandre here. Yeah, he's gonna murder her. Which would be the biggest dipshit move of the year when before you're fighting the, the army big, of the dead? Before the big battle. Yeah. Right before the Night King's here, better add to his army. Better give the army a red priest real quick. Better give them some fire magic. That would be good. They'd really hate that one. And then Melisanders looks at Arya meaningfully for some reason, and then all the Dothraki decide to go, ay 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 into the night. Yeah, they, they go, do 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 do, and then they all run... And Jorah's and there, and his dog ghost, and John and Danny are just fucking watching from a fucking mountain somewhere. I picked Jon Snow for my fantasy team, because I thought he would actually kill someone in this episode. Like, yeah, I well, know what you, you would think would happen. You but didn't think that he would just sort of do a quick anything. time event with a dragon and yell at Where it. Where he would yell at it? No, I didn't think he would just yell at a dragon. Oh, well, that's, Ned said that's the only time you can't be brave. <laughs> yeah, true. I forgot about that. Season so, one. They fire the trebuchets once, because you can just do it once. And the trebuchets, which are strategically placed, like, in front of the infantry. (laughs) (laughs) This shot looks like the fucking dark side of the Krusty Krab when Barnacle Boy becomes evil. (laughs) So then, but genuinely, in my, in my opinion, my Lightbringer, I, like, it's stupid, and it doesn't make sense, and also it's racist, but I think the best, like, shot... My favorite shot of the episode is just, like, watching the Dothraki swords get slowly like, extinguished out. on the horizon. Like, that's, like, yeah. okay, that's, like, inspired. Yeah, but that's literally how they write everything, with this would be cool, and not consider the fact that all, all the Dothraki are now dead, none right. of them exist. So we see all the Dothraki, all their swords go out, but don't worry, because the next thing we learn is that the dog and all the white people are fine. Yeah, uh, Jorah runs back. He's good. Yeah, so apparently, and also apparently, this is the last time we see Ghost, so it's assumed that Ghost dies, but he shows up in the preview for the next episode, so he's- He's fine. He's, because he's white. And, Mm -hmm. 
So according, yeah, according to D and D, the Dothraki, the entire culture of the Dothraki, are just completely extinguished now. Which means, yes, which means that there Danny loaded was. everybody in the fucking Dosh Kaleen up on boats and crossed the poison water, and they all loved it and died. Well, we're we're never going to see Essos again, so it effectively does not exist. Well, I was reading a fucking uh, Gamespot.com thing about mm-hmm. theories for the remainder of the series, and one of them people is like, are still making don't fucking count theories out Dario Navaris. People are still making theories for the show, huh? Yeah, people still think it's like worthy of analysis. Um... It's good. Jorah's back. Uh, hey, there's so th- an interesting thing about the inside of the episode at this point. So, you know how, so Danny and John are watching from the fucking splash zone and they see the Dothraki get decimated. So here's what David Benioff says. Uh, what nobody anticipated was Daenerys's reaction to seeing the Dothraki decimated. I dare you to tell me what Danny's reaction was. Do you remember? She did. No. Because she didn't. quite similar to when she her dragon died, and then two episodes later when she found out that he was a zombie. Did she react to that? No. Nope. To fighting her no, dragon? No, she just kind of fought it, and then um, the pedophile who she worked with dies, so then she was sad about that. Okay. So according to Dan Weiss, Daenerys just can't bring herself to watch the Dothraki die, so the plan starts to fall apart here. So apparently... The plan that they would run to their death. The plan that they figured out off screen. So... According to them, getting on the dragon at this point was not part of the plan. She got too emotional, even though that's not on screen, and John just goes with it. So this so is where was they, the plan. So they throw the orb of acting on the ground and stomp on it and say Mazel Tov. And then Khaleesi grabs John's shoulders and says, Oh, John says, The Night King is coming. And Khaleesi says, The dead are already here in the way that people talk to each other. And then she goes and rides a dragon. Yep. We get our first Dovagetti? We got a lot of Dovagettis in this one. I do have a running Dovagetti count, and we do we did get our first one here when Grey Worm puts on his helmet now. Thank you, Grey Worm. So if you were just just to be clear, just something I thought was interesting. I don't know about you, but the first two things that happen in this big climax battle is an entire culture of foreign brown skinned people get murked. Mm-hmm. But and then the second part of the plan is the second army of brown-skinned people run in to get murked. Just something do. to to note, just something interesting, I thought, from the people who are making Confederate right now. I just thought that was interesting. I don't know. It's probably yeah, nothing. It's probably nothing. It's probably just, like, a coincidence or It's probably something. just a coincidence. Nobody's yeah. nerfed. Yeah. Anyways, we get a fucking 20-minute scene where, like, you can't see shit, and you know that nobody important's gonna die because they're not gonna kill Brienne or Jamie in a shot like this. Mm-hmm. As, as, and especially because the episode's fucking 89 minutes long. Yeah, it's fucking so. 80 minutes long. And then we see Drogon flying around and murking the whites. And Daenerys is just not wearing any armor. And she's wearing white, which you famously are, like, the most of a target for if you're outside at night wearing white. Uh-huh. And then Rhaegar, Rhaegar is there. <laughs> and and Jon is making him Dracarys, but he doesn't even... Fucking nobody else says Dracarys this episode, and it sucks. I've, every time they showed the night, the night king did smile, which wasn't He one did of do picks. the DreamWorks face, which I liked. But, yeah. But he never says, he never speaks English, so. So then the White Walkers, some of them, his squad walks out from the trees and they use Divine Blizzard attack. Mm-hmm. And so then, what do you think is going on with the dragons at this point? Nothing! 
So they apparently, because now the White Walkers can control can control winter, and everybody who was mad at me on Twitter can apologize um, mm-hmm. because they made a big blizzard come. And then, so now Khaleesi and John, who aren't even wearing like facial or ear protection, um, they they can't see where Winterfell is because it's too big of a blizzard. So they're bumping into each other, and it's funny. It, the snow wasn't even that bad. Like it was a normal amount of snow. No, well, you know, sometimes sometimes you get six inches of snow, just like Old Man warned us about. Yeah, true. Yep. <laughs> he you. said there are ice spiders, and they're normal size. Uh huh. So fucking Arya goes and tells Sansa, hey, go down to the woman room, and here's my sword. And then Sansa says, ah, I'm stupid, what's a sword? And then Arya says, stick them with the pointy end. And- I'm just remembering last episode, other than, sorry to go back to another episode, but, um... God, I wish I could. Uh, Sam bragging about how he kills a White Walker in a thin, and then immediately giving up his, uh... Valyrian steel blade to Jorah because he can't hold it. But the main thing about Valyrian steel is how light it is. I was uh-huh. just remembering that. A lot of like a lot of like weird alt right dickheads have been calling Arya a Mary Sue in this episode. But if anybody's a Mary Sue in this episode, it's fucking Jorah. Like <laughs> Jorah gets John's dog and Valyrian steel, and he gets the 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 big sad piano death, and he gets the the ultimate friend zone fan fiction. Like it's I can't wait to talk about that shit. That's that's what we that's what we in the business call some fucking ideology brain stuff going on there. Where are we now though? So we see a shot of Theon and his alive guards, then they're guarding Bran and nothing happens. Oh, and then we get our first slow motion war is hell shot where Dolores, Ed, and Sam are like trying to save each other from whites. And then Dolores Ed oh. is the first named character who dies. I'd like to mention, I mean, you're an expert because you've kind of watched it twice, but just imagine, um, of all these details we're going over, imagine if you can't see any of it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of these notes are just from me watching it twice and being able to pause and turn the brightness up on my computer and shit. Uh Uh-huh. And having subtitles on. Who do you think the next Lord Commander's gonna be? Do you think it, will I even have a Night's Watch anymore because winter's just over forever? They will never, the topic of the Night's Watch will never come up again for the rest of the series. And you see, I like the idea that, like, I think it's a nice idea that, like, Jamie Lannerman could be the next Lord Commander, but we don't need it, because it's not even, like, a bittersweet truce or something that... You know the thing with The Long Night is that, like, it comes every once in a while? And then it's one night And night. then there's a legendary hero that, like, beats them back for a while? One night only. But this one is just, What if there was a cool child soldier? Yeah, she's an adult, Brooks. Oh, that's true, she's an adult, and um, she's the only so. person who wants to fuck weird. Yeah. Um, so then we go into the crypts and Sansa walks past, walks past Rickon's unburied corpse and then Varys is there with a bunch of girls and Tyrion and Tyrion drinks. He, do, he, Tyrion does do a funny drink, but does he know anything? In this one? We don't fucking know, dude. Yeah, we don't know if he knows things yet. He's, it's, it's very weird. And we see John and Khaleesi running into each other on a fucking dragon and then fucking epically on a Mormont's there and she tells people to open the gate and fall back. So people are running into fucking Winterfell now. Uh, sorry to, inter- I'm just gonna kind of intersperse this episode. Yeah! Having to, having to live in this world where people talk about Game of Thrones. Um, we had a fire drill at the school I teach at today. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I, I didn't have class that period, but, like, I still had to leave the building. Sure. So, uh, we're outside in the parking lot, and I'm standing as these two kids I don't know. And, of course, they're talking about the most popular television show, Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's good. And one says to the other one, he's like, yeah, but, like, now that they killed all them, like... What's the story? 
Right. Like, I have I have seen some promising reactions from folks who just watch the show that are kind of like, well, that wasn't as epic as and, I thought it would and be. And it's like, just like some high school kid is like, okay, well, where's, like, what now? And not in a way like, ooh, I can't wait to see what happens next. It's kind of like, well, you kind of solved it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go fight a pregnant lady now. Yeah, what if you fought a pregnant lady? And then they 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 were talking for a couple minutes, and the other and the other kids like, wait, I thought Bran was like using his powers for something, and the other one's like, yeah, he was like in the birds. So then the other kid goes, but why was he doing that? Right? <laughs> and it's like I don't know. Work of the week. Work. <laughs> so it's fucking fucking whatever, like. They they keep flying a dragon around, and it costs one hundred million dollars. Also, then, John never learned how to say Dracaris, so his dragon doesn't do anything. Yeah, he's owned, and fucking we see the brand sees a dragon land on Winterfell, but it's remember how fucking yeah, you probably Rhaegal is like fucking green, and Viserion is cream colored or some shit. Who? What if all the dragons were just black and you couldn't tell what was happening ever? And I let, yeah, we needed fucking Bran's mind visions to tell us that a dragon landed on top of Winterfell. No one else could tell us that. Nope. So at this point, um, famously, Sandor Clegane is on the battlefield and he likes the fire. He likes being close to Drogon's fire, which is burning human flesh all around him. He loves it. Until he doesn't. Yeah, he eventually doesn't, uh... He doesn't like it, but this is in this scene. He still likes it, and Arya saves him by shooting fire arrow Zelda at him. Mm-hmm. And Arya is very Legend of Zelda in this one. She like sneaks around Hyrule Castle in Ocarina of Time. It's good. She does. She does. She goes on a sneaking mission. She has fire arrows. She hits a boss in the weak spot. Yeah, and and she wins. Did you notice that Grey Worm just like seemingly abandoned his his Dovagetis? I thought. Did he die? I thought he died. Oh no. So Grey Worm's good. He's going to North. He's... <laughs> We're going to North. We're going to North. That's what they're doing next episode. Yeah. Well, yeah, Grey Worm is, like, alone, which you famously do when you're in Unsullied. And then he says to, like, light the trench, and he pulls the moat up. Kim's home. Yay! Kim's home! What did you think of it? What did you think of it? Of the episode? Yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty shitty. <laughs> Go off. There you go. You want to know something really cool? Yeah. All the people that I talk about Game of Thrones with at school, mm-hmm. like, they were like, wow, episode. Oh. And I was like, yep, yeah, it happened. And <laughs> Wow, episode. The one guy, the one guy made me stay late so he could show me a nine second bar stool video. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. He's like, you got to see this. You got to watch it. the reaction it. of the people like cheering at a TV? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I had to stay there and watch it. The The worst part was that it froze right as Arya grabbed the knife with her other hand. Uh-huh. And he was like, wait, I don't know how to fix it. So I had to wait for this video to load a second time. <laughs> and I didn't care about any of it. And I was a minute late clocking out. Sad. Fuck Game of Thrones. Fuck D&D. Fuck Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. That's all. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. We're barely ten minutes into this. We're barely, we're talking, now we're talking about air traffic control Davos, because that happens here. We just got to where Davos is an air traffic controller. When did he... You didn't see that when he was signaling the dragon? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's too high and it's winter now, so she can't see. And then fucking Grey Worm looks at Melisandre meaningfully for some reason, and it doesn't come up. I didn't see that. 
Yeah, there was originally, there seemed like there was a weird telephone of weird glares that I was going to track, but it just, there's nothing interesting. Uh-huh. Can I tell you another thing that I liked? Sure. Earnestly? Mm-hmm. So this is where we get our next two Dovagaris. Dovagaris. I do like it when they, like somebody says Dovagaris, and then they all go who and point their spears, and it's cool. I like the sound. It's, it is cool. Where they Remember all go, they're, they're famously known for, like, defending, like, fortified structures. Yeah. What do you mean? Anyway. What's what's the problem? I, I was just thinking about it. It's fine. It's probably. I was just kind of remembering it. No, no, <laughs> no purpose for this one. Mm-hmm. So then Melisandre doesn't rem- doesn't remember that she knows what's going to happen now, and she walks out to the trenches and she touches them and starts praying, and it's like a nice little acting moment because, like, for a second I was like, oh, maybe in winter, like, Relor has no power here and he's too weak, so it's not working, and she's getting a little more frantic. To me, it's, if if I can be on my bullshit for a second, it's, like, the most, like, Ned Stark brave style moment of the episode, because she's, like, afraid, but she's still doing it. Just Yeah, it's cool. But like, then it's it, kind of cool. Then it, Laura was just doing a bit, and it just lights at the last second, and... So, the fun, the thing is, like, the, the, setting the, the swords on fire, like, okay, that's cool magic. Like, what she set on fire was, like, wooden stakes. Like... Well, Khaleesi you... taught her how to, how to set dirt on fire. You could, like, you could just use fire for that. Right? No, well, like, no, it exists. No. <laughs> like, it's, you can set wood on fire uh, in the normal way. And you don't need God to do it. I don't know. But It's, so it's hard then, to explain. So they didn't know that Melisandre was gonna be there. No. So, like, what was the plan? Well, the Hound was there, and the Hound can read flames better than them, so they told them. And it's good because now it's like, oh, now Daenerys can see Winterfell, so now they can help. Which, and on a, on a rewatch... <laughs> Footage not found. Yeah, and this is where Sandor sees a little bit too much fire, so he decides to not like it. And then he goes, like, he's had enough of this shit. And this is our first uh, Sansa in the Crypt scene. And... Um, b- before we get to Sansa in the Crypt, can we check... Yeah, let's let's take Patreon. a breather. Uh, Patreon.com. Ooh, already 30 minutes into this episode, huh? <laughs> Patreon.com slash Thrones. If you like what you hear, you can donate to us there. At $1 a month, you'll get um, access to all the bonus content, including Carry Me Home, next episode going up tomorrow about Men on the Moon. Mm. Uh, thank you very much. That's what he says. Um, he does and that. Words and Deeds, our Middle Gear Solid podcast. And at $5 a month, um, I believe we have a message. Let me open that up. Uh, we do? Okay. This, uh, this episode's special mm-hmm. message is from, uh, Patreon user Dr. B. Dandy. Okay. Who says, Dear Pigot, I regret to inform you that D.B. Weiss and David Benioff made a playlist for The Bad Show. Oh. And there's a Spotify, um, playlist here. Hmm. It's just... called Slap City. It's called Ga- Game of Thrones The End is Coming. Okay. Uh, the first song on here is Sleep Now in the Fire by Rage Against the Machine. Uh, this is like when Paul Ryan likes Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, Immigrant Song. There's a song on here called War. Oh. Uh, there's, there's also this one called Fire. Um, is <laughs> Wolf Like Me by TV on the Radio. Power by Kanye West. Cold, Cold, Cold by Cage the Elephant. So this is when people were like, oh, there's the ending of Game of Thrones is hidden in the secret playlist. It's 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 cold and war. 
Oh, Warpigs is on here. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Whatever, this sucks. <laughs> Anyways, thank you. Thank not not uh, Patreon user Doctor B Dandy. The playlist right. is and thank you, David one, and Dan. One might say a bit on the nose for mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Um, and you also at five dollars a month, you got a special shout out in an episode. This episode's special shout out user is Patreon user Reliet. I think that's how you say it. Thank it you, Reliet. Thank you. Um. And at $10 a month, you'll get all that, plus uh, special user status in the Discord, and we'll create a, like, monster creation for you in Fire Pro Wrestling, if you like that, when we stream it. I like it. You do, you will like, you like it. You like it. You like it. We love it. Um, Patreon.com slash PostGameOfThrones, thank you. Alright, let's go back into the crypts, where... Um, fucking Tyrion's like, oh, Gov, I want to fight. I'm, I want to be up there so I can use my brain power. And mm-hmm. so Sansa Stark is being silent and epic as all the women refugees are looking at her. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember, this episode has a lot of homages to former Game of Thrones things because they do the Arya Melisandre eyes scene eight times. Remember uh, about Blackwater. <laughs> What happened in Blackwater? Remember the Blackwater where Sansa Stark famously she's like she's she's with the she's with Cersei in the place and she like uses her like, like empathy helps. to like calm people she, down she, when she, they like, think that they're gonna I, fucking get murked. I do believe I, something similar to that happening. Well, she's epic now, so she doesn't say anything, and instead she's nice to Tyrion. Well, yeah, then Tyrion's like, um, "We need to go up and help," and uh, Sansa goes, "Muda, useless, you die," mm-hmm. um, and. Then Tyrion says, "Maybe we should have stayed married." And Sansa says, "You're the best. You were the best of them. Of all but- my husbands, you were the best." But she says, "It wouldn't work out with us because we have divided loyalties, and you love Khaleesi too." And then Miss Sandy hates Sansa now. Did you catch that? Yeah, Miss Sandy's like Khaleesi's good, actually. Yeah, and then she, she runs says, away. "Without the Dragon Queen, there would be no problem because everyone would be dead." Which citation needed on that one, real quick? I'm sorry, I love Miss Sandy, but how has she helped so far? What how she... does season seven matter? It it didn't. It literally did not. Because you think that you know, Littlefinger dying, it's like a metaphor for like the political theater dying, so we can go to the real threat. But no, <laughs> no. I, I mean, the show is called Game of Thrones. Yeah, I should have known. It's not called a song of a show of ice and fire, right? So, yeah, they could have just not fucking had the White Walker storyline. But then, what would they have done for a whole season seven? I don't and know. Same thing. It was imp- and and the, and the White Walkers just don't exist. But everything I feel <laughs> like, like it would like, pretty much like work Jon out. Snow, Jon Snow's still talking about the Nightman, but just like nothing knows <laughs> what that is. I've seen him. I, I, I've seen him. He's real. <laughs> We have to show him to Cersei. I can only beat him with my magic blade. <laughs> with my magic dragon glass blade. I promise it's under Stannis' house. We have to dig it out. <laughs> it's left in Stannis' basement. <laughs> he told I'm me. Bu- I'm becoming Australian. <laughs> Dracarys. Hey, Dracarys, mate. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. So fucking uh, thanks, David. Miss Sandy hates Sansa now, and then we go back to Theon. Well, there were two women in a room. So like, yeah, Sansa's like, Missandei, can you please? I'm with my husband. Can you please show us? Some yeah, can you please? My my small husband is here. Can you please? Yeah, give please. Us some not time in front alone? of my husband. Yeah, 
And so, can we get Bran a fucking hat or something? <laughs> Fine, dude. So Theon goes up to Bran and he says, "Oh, Bran, I wish that the things I did." And then Bran says, "Shut up! Everything that you, everything that brought you here, is where you belong now." Fucking. He says the line from the trailer. He says, "So fucking Bran doesn't care about the Miller's boys either." It's fine. He's like, it's good that you pretended to kill me. Yeah, and then he says, I'm going to go now. <laughs> Does he just say that that's what he says? He literally says, Theon, I'm going to go now. And friend of the show Andy did say Bran was pissing, which would be funny. <laughs> I mean, we can't say for sure. But no, he just wargs into some ravens and goes ostensibly towards the Nightman. Uh-huh. And then we see the Nightman on the dragon and he reaches out his hand, like the big boss, towards Bran. And when does the nightman fall off the dragon? It's like 45 minutes away, but I'm so sorry. Oh my god. It is funny. Okay. Okay, so do you remember the... Fu- oh, this is why they had to do season 7. I figured it out. Do you want to know? Okay. Yeah, tell me. Okay, yeah, okay, good. Um, so in this next shot, like the white... So Winterfell has a circle of fire around it, Johnny Cash. And then if you want to like make a Tumblr photo set about parallels... It looks a lot like the dipshit Ice Lake from last season, so it's like a song, a show of ice and fire. Mm. So then one of the dead people just lays down onto the fire and they start making a human pyramid. Okay. So they study tape from the Battle of the Bastards and realize that you can just it's be a pyramid of people. Everybody, baby, do the conga, no, you can get uh-huh. any longer. And they all just like march across the, the ones that take a nap on the fire. Mm-hmm. They're tired. Yeah. So fucking, like have Jamie and Brienne fighting, and they're like, hold the wall, and... And they should all be dead. Like, it's fucking stupid that anyone survives. No, they're the main main characters. They're the main characters. And, the, like, I thought, I thought... The entire episode? It's dumb that anybody survived the entire episode? Yes! Because it's con- they constantly have, like, six zombies on them, and don't get hurt. Um, yeah, but they're... You see, the only zombie, like, only one in 1,000 zombies have a dagger, and that's why the one killed Ed. But the ones on uh, Brienne, they just have, like, filed down fingernails. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It seemed like that. they were doing, like, Lord Commander foreshadowing with Jamie because he's like, he's like, hold the wall, knock draw loose and shit, like, on top of it. But no, they're not. Mm-hmm. So then Arya gets her cool fucking Darth Maul staff. Mm-hmm. And then we see get a shot where... Did she, did she use that weapon yeah she killed 11 whites with it i don't i did i well i couldn't see anything so well, yeah she just kind of used it like a staff mm-hmm. it was cool um we get the we get the first shot of liana mormont where the giant just fucking like yeets her off screen yeah a big giant comes in and just like it's it's shot like scary movie four where they just like back up a car and hit a child with it and it goes flying uh-huh it's good so He's then, fine. then the Hound and Barrack are there. This episode's good, and he calls Barrack a stupid whore. I'm not kidding. Didn't remember this one. You didn't remember when the Hound was scared, and then Barrack went to go comfort him by putting his flaming sword in his face. I did. Okay, I did remember that. That might have distracted. Yeah, me and then the Hound says, off. "You're a stupid whore. You can't beat death." And then the camera cuts to Arya. Do you get it? And, and, and then Barrack's like, "But she is, or some shit like that." Yeah, like she's that. like, "She's a girl, and she's fighting." Mm-hmm. So then we get Liana Mormont, other cool child soldier. Yeah, she's and she, we get our first suicide charge of the episode. And she's seven. She's seven, uh, and the giant picks her up, and you hear her body like crackle and break like jelly. 
And the giant says, ah, I suppose instead of stomping on this child, I will bring her up to my glowing Zelda weak spot so eye. So the first thing that happens is you hear every discreet bone in her body. Her entire body turns into Oberyn's head, and she's uh-huh. fine. And then the giant picks her up to look closer. Because he says, oh, this know, I gotta see. Because as we know, this giant has, like, a will of its own and isn't controlled by the Nightman and would definitely act in this manner. Right. But then she has a stick and she sticks it in the giant's eye and he dies. Mm-hmm. And then she does too. She's a child. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, do you want to dance with the dragons? Do you want to see it? Uh, yeah, dude. There's this budget thing where there's two dragons <laughs> flying around some clouds and then some blue fire shoots at them. This and... one they're fighting in the DreamWorks logo? Yeah, they're fighting. The moon is there. And you remember how this should be like a hugely emotional moment for Daenerys and the dragons also? It's it's nothing. But we never see Danny's reaction to Blue Viserion, and instead of losing a sibling, the dragons are just sad because it's cold. Literally, Viserion never comes up ever. Well, no, like he's... nothing. Yeah, it's bad. She said, di- she said that Jorah died. Though. She said that Jorah died. Do you want to talk about the sneak mission? Because that's go, next. Not... Yeah, go for it. So Arya's sneaking around the corridors of Winterfell, and David Benioff and Dan Weiss will tell you, oh, well, a battle can get boring if you make it too long, so we wanted to have a lot of small moments. So this Who one is... So he did that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know. So you, okay. so in this one, so you know how zombies are like, uh, they're shown to like fucking crawl on the ceiling like Spider-Man film, and they're, they like, they're... They're, like, relentless, and they can sense humans and stuff. These ones are, like, N64 sneak guards, and they never look backwards, and they walk in a square around a shelf. Yeah, Arya just kind of hangs out for a while and notices their, like, patrol pattern and where they turn, and then she says, I'll hide over here. They're also patrolling the famous Winterfell Library, and David Benioff will tell you, oh, for our viewers, this is a hugely emotional moment, because we've had all of these really important, meaningful, quiet scenes of peace in the Winterfell Library, but now it's a horror movie. What? What were your favorite scenes from the Winterfell Library? <laughs> it's hard to explain. I, I, I'm telling you, I can't think of any at the moment. Well, there's just so many. How do you pick? Yeah, exactly. So then Arya uh, bleeds a little bit loudly, and they almost hear her, but then... They don't hear her footsteps, but they do hear her blood droplets. Yeah. And then Arya just sort of throws a book in the wrong direction, and that like buys her some time. Oh, the zombies run over there. Yeah. The, do you want to know my theory for why she... Because it doesn't make any sense why she would, like, indicate to the zombies that everybody was there. Mm-hmm. So do you want to know what, what yeah, I thought yeah. she was doing, just randomly yeah, in this library? Yeah. What is it? So, it's winter, we can't see anything, but she needs to get to Bran. So she okay. went to the library to go find, uh, like, a book of maps of Winterfell. So that she could it, find it where Bran is. Easier but, if it was on the floor. Yeah, but she couldn't find it. She couldn't read it, so she had to put it on the floor. Okay, I got you now. <laughs> anyway, she turns a corner and stabs a lady in the regular neck, and regular blood comes out, and people are going to call it a homage to Lady Stoneheart, and we love it! And then now Arya's scared of whites, and she runs away. She decided, yeah. Why was she sneaking? Well, she's, she's good at, she's quite good at killing them. She's epic. But for this scene, she was silent. She's scared of them now. Okay. She didn't have her fucking trampoline that she gets later this episode. Yeah. She didn't, she couldn't do her fucking Sin Cara entrance, so. Mm-hmm. And then It'd we get funny this. funny if she botched it. 
It would be funny if she botched her Topic on Hilo. <laughs> yeah. So then we, this is the scene with Barrack and the Hound where they join up and fucking the Hound likes fire again. <laughs> uh, he's, he's cool with it now. He likes it. Um, and then they come across Arya being pinned by the dead and then Barrack throws a sword at him and they run he, away. And... Like the swords, it's a full like length flaming sword and it spins several times. And he just throws it at the little girl. <laughs> Not even like a, like a spear, straight spear throw, like it flips around. It's fine. And we get, like, a tracking shot of it into the zombie's head. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. Yeah. So then he holds the dead back, because Beric Dondarrion is Hodor now, and they stab his belly a bunch. And he T-poses. He T-poses, because they just fucking watch Grand Serino and learn about Christ analogs, and then uh-huh. and they take Beric into a room, because the dead got tired of chasing them, I guess. And yeah. they're, they're with Beric when he dies three episodes before the end. Uh-huh. And, and then Mel- Melly Sanders is there, and she says, what do we say to the yeah. God of Death? Because she's... Uh, you want to explain that one to me? She's Serial Pharrell, who is also old. Like, I guess? How? Literally, what else is it? Whatever. Is that Nothing. a famous... Fuck, is she from Bravos? Is that a famous Bravosi saying? I would assume it's a Bravosi saying, but uh, she's not from there. Well, Melisandre of Bravos, that's her name. Yeah. <laughs> the Shadowbinder of Bravos. Yeah. So then Arya says, hey, remember season three when you bought Gendry? And she says, oh, let's do the scene again. And they say the brown eyes, green eyes, blue eyes thing. Uh-huh. And Arya just leaves, so... One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. One fish, two uh-huh. fish, red fish, blue, fri- blue fish. And then they say that Shireen's sacrifice was canonically justified, and now you can't be mad at me about it. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, so the Nightman lands at Winterfell. So i just like to say that for after this scene, Arya runs off, and we don't see her again until um, a later appearance. Well, yeah, she's she's being epic. Yeah, yeah. So then, fucking uh, oh, this yeah, John is fighting Nightman on a big dragon, and <sighs> uh, fucking night. This is where Nightman falls, and it's funny. This is where he falls and like makes eye contact with Jon Snow. Yeah, because he's tra- he's trying to like no scope the other dragon mid fight with a spear. Mm. But oh yeah, that's something that like you know how it's kind of silly that you know like this this old ice man is holding onto a dragon and also shooting a spear a mile out of his hand. Yeah. So Jamie Lannister just kind of the famous fighter in season eight just kind of beats back the army of the dead. No problem, huh? With one hand. He has, a, he has a golden hand. It's good for fighting. Yeah. He, he does an epic slap of all of them. It's a Valyrian steel hand. Uh, huh. it's hard to explain. And then <laughs> the Nightman falls and it's funny. And then, um, 20 seconds later, he's just on the ground looking up. And this is when he smiles. This is when Daenerys goes, uh, Dracarys, which is weird, because we have seen him extinguish fire in the Hold the Door episode in Hard Home, but it's hard yeah, to explain. Yeah, we've literally seen White Walkers, like, make fire go away. Yeah, well, this, we, every time there's fire, they do it, but there's no way to tell that this wouldn't uh, happen. Uh. And then, fucking, he, he's fine, can you believe it, and then he fucking smirks. He smiles. He doesn't <laughs> he, talk. He smiles, and he doesn't say winter is here, Khaleesi, yet, but he'll probably say it by the end. They'll remember he said it at some later episode. Mm-hmm. He's gonna say, ah, my name is the Nightman, and they'll be like, ah, I knew it. Yeah. There is a shot, so this is where fucking Nightman's on the ground, and I guess Drogon got bored and flew away. Um, so it's just Nightman and John now, and Nightman's head turns, and it, for briefly, as his, like, head turns dramatically, uh-huh. it makes a crackling ice sound. So, it's almost like adapting the books. 
Yeah, it's almost, yeah, you could say that. It's more or less. It's what George, it's what George meant. And then so, he very, very slowly does his magic spell. Epic come at me bro hands. Yeah. And as this is happening, Jon Snow runs at him very slowly. But then people start to wake up, so he stops. <laughs> he stops, yeah, and looks around. Because he doesn't have fucking Arya's long jump quirk. Uh, so once again, Jon Snow finds himself in a situation which any other character would immediately be killed, but luckily um, his his anti-wife is there. Luckily his anti-wife is there. Why is the Night fucking King here? <laughs> we saw in fucking season one that he can just send whites through the wall. We He epic. knows that if he gets touched with the thing that made him, he's gonna die. But then it wouldn't be epic. He could just stay at the fucking Night Fort! Brooks... I guess that wouldn't be epic. It wouldn't be epic. I guess it wouldn't be epic. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, then we see fucking Jamie and Brienne and Grey Worm. They take a rest after they kill everybody, and they say, Oh, good, we only have to do it once. And then mm-hmm. we see Dolores Ed and Lyanna Mormont become blue. Mm-hmm. It's so funny to me. How Did you see, like, uh, normie people, like, have predictions for the season? Where there, it's like, it was always like three categories, who will live, who will die, and who will become a White Walker. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, I think probably like eight or nine major characters will probably be. Will become White Walkers, yeah. And none of them did? Nah, you know. Also, who will sit the Iron Throne? Can we see? So fucking, so this is where Nightman Squad shows up. Uh-huh. They look sick, though. Like, can I be honest? Yeah, they walk in slow motion in fucking Bad Boys for Life plays. It, it really... It, it, we can't be stopped now. <laughs> it's really cool. And we're about at the one-hour mark of the episode here. Uh-huh. Um, so we see... Yeah, John gets saved by Drogon's fire, and in... So, in Game of Thrones logic, this is meaningful because Khaleesi knows that John could usurp him now, but she still didn't let him die. So that means that she is good. Because they could just get married. They like each other already. No, they don't know about that yet. They don't know that Targaryens can get married yet. Yeah, they didn't know that. Well, Euron hasn't invented the proposal. He's going to do that next episode. Mm. Davos invented it last episode. Well, he was just proposing it. He didn't know if it was anything. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, true. He just said, here's a word. He was proposing the idea. He didn't, like, put it in... He didn't talk to, um... Like a high septon and make him put it yeah. down in the book. Yeah, it's like when two seasons ago Stana said, "So my house has dragon glass under it," and then they forget for two seasons. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I forgot. Do you remember the the dialogue here when John gets saved by Drogon? I I remember. I, is this when someone yells? But I thought it was the Nightman yelling it. So this is what happens: Drogon lands, and John looks at Khaleesi and yells, "Bran." Okay, and then Danny says, "Go." <laughs> Okay, yeah, I think I thought the Nightman was yelling Bran. <laughs> me, he said. Me! Um, donkey. So then a bunch of the dead climb onto Drogon, and they're all Targaryens now, I guess. And mm-hmm. Daenerys just sort of sits there and, like, makes poo-poo face as, instead of flying away and trying to shake off the whites. Drogon just decides to do it himself. Yeah, and then Khaleesi, like, falls off or whatever, and then Jorah Remember saves Remember when her. Khaleesi actually murders, like, 12 whites with the sword? Yeah, so Dolores said the Lord Commander sort of sucked, huh? But yeah, but Kale- she Dario taught her. It's fine. Oh, uh, yeah. So this is where we see that, like, so John is trying to kill his way towards Bran, and he's the main character. So there's no drama to it. You know, he's just mm-hmm. gonna get there. Um, and he sees like Sam and all of his friends and Tormund and stuff in pain. So I guess the story 
It's supposed to be like, oh, I'm picking Bran over my friends. But it doesn't okay. matter. It doesn't matter, because he just also just runs away and gets chased by a dragon. He gets chased by a dragon, and then Theon's in the godswood, and he runs out of arrows, and Bran is still busy watching fucking Family Guy in the astral plane. <laughs> and... It would be really funny if, if like... I, I remember at one point, you, you mentioned in the chat, like, this huge battle is going on and dragons are fighting, and then we immediately smash cut to Bran's fucking face. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, and he unworks and he goes, holy crap, Lois. Holy oh, crap, Lois. Oh, freaking now sweet. Now imagining Theon and, like, whatever, like, Ironborn guys that only have arrows. It's like, get back, like, hold them off. And then we zoom in on Bran's face and all you hear is like, look, it is a family guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is where, yeah, this is where Jorah's using his sword to keep Khaleesi safe. And then Danny picks up a fucking sword. And she kills a bunch of them. She kills a lot of people. <laughs> she does. And then she has, like, probably the third highest kill count of the episode behind... Individual, yeah. Behind Brienne and Arya. Uh-huh. So there's zombies killing people in the crypts now. Did you know that it's warded? <laughs> it's warded. Oh, did the... Bo- bones! 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 Yeah, we hear some bones say, I'm Sean Bean, let me out! But we don't see it. We They, they just kind of, like, reach out. Like, they should all be dust, except Rickon's head. Yeah, well, Rickon's fine. He's just he's just on the ground. He's sleeping. Just so, give him a minute. He'll wake up. So you might think that all the small folk are being massacred and they're screaming and, like, new Shireen is dying over there, probably. But we mm. just kind of get a scene where Tyrion and Sansa are behind a fucking crypt that looks like a bed. Do you get it? Uh-huh. And then it's there. Yeah, they're sheep-shifting. And then Tyrion fucking says, fucking Sansa pulls out a dagger for some reason. Arya gave it to her and said, stick with the pointy end. Remember? Right, and then Tyrion kisses her hand. And then he just runs away, right? Yeah, and then you think it's like, oh, are they gonna go save them or something? Be be brave through the one way that Game of Thrones does it, which is violence. But no, he just kind of meets up with Varys afterwards, and Sansa comforted Tyrion instead of the refugees. Thanks, Brian. Good stuff. (laughs) Thanks, Brian Cogman. Thank you, Brian. did it again. Another winning winning, uh, character development from Brian Cogman. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is where Viserion starts throwing blue at John and uh, fucking, uh, uh, oh yeah, this, okay, so this is, Theon's using his bow still, and then the Nightman, the slow motion blue, blue men yell up, uh, walk up to Bran. And then Bran says, Theon, you were nice. And then Theon goes, ah, and he runs directly towards the Nightman and dies. But, okay, okay, so... <laughs> So the scene starts, and there are, like, dozen, dozens of white bodies around Bran, and it's kind of, like, sick. It's a good Theon moment, because he's a good archer, remember? Um, mm-hmm. But then this is where Bran comes back as soon as the Nightman gets here. So, again, just to highlight, there's no explanation of what he was doing after the Ravens went and told the Nightman, hey, hey I'm here. Mm-hmm. And I think this is, like, a Winds of Winter thing, where they think it's the same thing, because Theon is hearing the word Theon from Bran at the Heart Tree, which is pretty much what happens. Yeah. So yeah, Bran, Bran said. Say it. Bran said, "Fuck Roderick Cassell." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, "You're good, thank you." And also, yeah, I can see the future, and you could be defending me until Arya gets here, until she finishes assembling her miniature trampoline. But, but uh, anyway, you're nice, Leon. Anyways, go do the Liana Mormont style suicide charge, and then fucking Night King does a crossover and stabs <laughs> Theon through the belly, and he and he goes ooh, and then he fell. He dies. <laughs> he dies immediately. Um, and then the Nightman 
takes no joke about 15 minutes to slowly walk towards Bran and reach for his weapon. Yeah. So, Even, literally, as when, he's reaching, we go to another scene. But remember when he threw it a uh, hundred yards away to kill a dragon, but he has to go up next to a little boy in a chair? Well, it's like Stannis has come. He can only, like, use it once, and it gets weaker every time. Yeah, okay, yeah. I forgot about that. So this is where Khaleesi uses Jorah's torso as a shield, and it rules. Does she actually do it? Yeah! she like She's, like, holding, like, the back of his armor, and she moves him in front of a guy who's stabbing her. It's, it's good. And it's literally, like, this is literally brain poison for, like, friend zone guys. Mm-hmm. Because it's how every friend zone guy sees themselves. It's like the whites are assholes and fuckboys who don't get you like I do, Khaleesi. I'll protect you. I'm nice. Why do Khaleesi's only go for assholes? And then... So, like, he... he, he it's like, literally it's... the fucking meme of the soldier standing and, like, taking the yeah. knives and explosions. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Khaleesi's in bed with John. That's good. Yeah! <laughs> So this is where, so we see the Night King slowly walking up to Bran, and then we cut to fucking John in his quick time event, running from the blue fire. Uh-huh. He's behind a video game wall, and Viserion's he's, right he's on behind, the other side. He's behind a, a waist-high wall that, that he's behind. Yeah, he clicked R1 to hide behind it. Mm-hmm. So then the music, it's sad piano music at this point, because they think it's meaningful. Mm-hmm. And then he just gets up and yells into the dragon's mouth. They're yelling, they roar at each other. John uses disarming voice, which is a fairy move, so it's strong against dragon. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. What, what is hyper voice normal? I believe it's normal. Okay. Which so, is a type that should exist? No. Okay, just checking. So, it's like Game of Thrones. It's like you can, if you take out a big element like ice, it's more interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. So, the Nightman My is just My favorite about- Pokemon type of politics. That's... <laughs> It's yeah, the the after you beat Lance, they actually you have one more battle to fight. It's against yeah. the champion and it's politics. It's against uh Aaron Westwing. <laughs> so the Nightman is just about to say winter is here Brandon Stark. Uh-huh. Um and he unsheath So also he's un- he unsheaths his sword right in front of Bran and Bran doesn't care cuz he's watching Family Guy again. Mm. And here's what happened. The Night King stood there with his friends who didn't defend him. Theon yes. ran after him. The Night King stabbed him with a sword. Then the Night King sheathed, sheathed the sword again. And then he walked over to Bran so he could unsheath it in front of Bran. Yeah, because how is he going to look sick? Yeah, and he does it as slow as possible. And then uh, we hear, Wah! Woohoo! Yahoo! Yahoo! Arya clicks Z and then A to do him fucking Mario And then Arya gets caught in a fucking chokehold for a second. She, we're not P-Dot editorializing. She fucking, she's not on the screen. We tried to and, draw diagrams of where she could be jumping from. Because it's it's not from the tree. They're not close enough. It's not from the fucking battlements because they're 50 feet away. The only thing that makes sense is either the hound is off camera and he, like, gave her the fastball special. Uh-huh. Or she launched herself out the trebuchet. Right. Like, that's the only explanation. Mm-hmm. That's why they can only use it once because they had to save the rest for Arya. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is a shot where one of the butthole mouth nightmen, they look over and they see Arya coming, but they don't do anything because they read the script. They say, oh, well, this is it. Yeah. It's anyways. my it's my choice. <laughs> I'm, I'm shattered completely down on the pavement. 
So she gets chokeholded, and the Nightman is about to say, Ah, winter is here, Azora High! And then she drops the dagger out of her hand, and we see that it's the cat's ball one. And then she just catches it, and Tommy punches him with it. One time. And then the Nightman explodes, and that's it. And all the White Walkers stand there, and they explode, and that's it. Capri! (laughs) And then Viserion stops being blue, and that's also it, and the Army of the Dead falls out, and that's it. Conveniently, before he was about to explode John's head with blue fire. Yeah. So what was, Eddie, question, what was the point of having other White Walkers? What was the point of the squad? They look sick. They did look sick. They look cool. Yeah, I'm looking at, like, uh, Pregnant Lady and Pirate Final Boss, and they're not as cool as having a big blue squad. You and your boys get blue at Winterfell. Yeah. Like, that's it. Um, so yeah, Nightman's dead, that's it. Nightman's dead, the Army of the Dead's dead, Jorah is still technically alive, so he outlived the fucking, uh, the entire storyline of the books. Good job, Jorah, we love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Arya and, and Bran are just like- cries. Khaleesi cries, we see Arya and Bran at the heart tree, and Bran is still not reacting at all. Awesome. He's Good. still watching his family guy. Yeah, yeah, what the deuce, he says. And then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Khaleesi starts crying because Jorah's like, I'm hurt, Khaleesi. And I'm not kidding, this is part of the show, I, this is, this is not part of Peacock, this is part of the Emmy winning, this is going to win best drama show of Game of Thrones. Drogon lands and starts snuggling them. He does. Jerogon has gotten such, like, personality this season. Yeah, I bet he's gonna smirk. He's got- he has to, dude. Drogon will speak English. Drogon will speak English and say, Mmm, what a delightful caprice! And <laughs> so, wait. just to be clear, John and Danny did do nothing in the- Absolutely uh, nothing the entire battle. Yeah. So then Melisandre walks outside. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Melisandre says, says, guess I'll die. And she looks at Davos and she walks out onto a frozen lake and takes off her ruby necklace and she fucking turns into bones and dust and disappears. <laughs> and then Davos sees the Santa's bone and old lady and that's how the big mega episode ends. That's how Dream of Spring ends. So wh- why did she die though? It's meaningful because now the the fire and ice story is over, so she can go hang out in fire heaven. But it's not like it's not like taking it off, taking off the necklace, be- made her become young. She just looked young. No, well, right? she said that she was gonna die, and if she didn't, then that would mean that her magic's not real. Oh yeah, okay. It's like when I walk into my final exam and say I'm gonna fail it, and then I do, and everybody's like, "Whoa, you know the future." Well, you knew, yeah. Hey, um, Eddie, you remember Daenerys' vision of the cold, icy throne room from the House of the Undying? Remember the vision of her baby with a full head of hair? Yeah, I guess it's probably all nothing, huh? It's probably nothing. It's probably yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. Is that the episode? That's the episode. Next week, the the last war. Next week, fucking, yeah, the din- dinner, and there was even, there's even, there was a small part of me before the, the next week on Game of Thrones where I was like, Maybe they'll do some bullshit and fucking the Nightman will like reconfigure somehow and say winter is here, Khaleesi, or something like that. But no, Daenerys just says we have won the Great War, now we will win the last war. And we yeah, see and everyone Ar- claps. We see Arya kissing somebody again, so there's gonna be more oh, of that. Congratulations. I just wanna say congratulations. We gotta fucking watch that again. Oh, and we see Euron get down on one knee. Uh-huh. I don't know what he's doing though. Like that gesture doesn't exist, so 
Well, maybe he learned uh, the mouth technique from John. Okay. It's just that, alright, so why, so we talked about why the fucking Nightman was attacking Rangers and the pilot for no reason. The best option is that they were building an army to attack the Three-Eyed Raven in the tree. Or they just like to do it. Well, we learned last episode that they only want to kill the Three-Eyed Raven because that's, he's the librarian. Yeah. But they can't get in there because it's fucking warded. It's warded. So the story doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. So you're telling me that this story may not have been thought through all the way. It does seem like the story doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, but then the Nightman knew he would get a dragon. Yeah, he knew that Bran would come to him in a dream and touch and get his arm touched. So he just had to kind of wait for that. He just kind of had to wait around for that one. And then they took a baby to a throne for some reason. I bet it'll come up later. He'll figure it out later. He was just making a squad. And babies age way quicker. He wanted friends. Uh, So, uh, uh, you know, there was a... you have more? There was a big inside the episode. Oh, yeah, okay. So, um, any scene where people are fighting, Arya needs to play a central role because she's one of the best at it. Um, okay. Benioff says that this is not Arya Stark at 100%. Because she got her- my final form. She got her head bonked, and then D- uh, DBY says, uh, otherwise she's completely unstoppable, and she never loses her cool. She's unstoppable and unkillable and untraceable. Mm-hmm. So, they- Weiss said it's- it's one note if she's just badass and kills everybody easily. So we decided that we should rewind the clock on who Arya Stark is to back before she's this sort of magical figure. It would allow them to vary up what? the nature of the story they've been telling. What the fuck did you just say to me? They thought it would be boring if Arya was too good at fighting, so they made her a baby briefly because it would be more interesting that way. And then she's good now. All right. What? It makes sense. I don't understand. <laughs> it's just like how they said that they've known for three years that Arya was going to kill the Night King. They oh, just yeah, thought yeah, it would yeah. be good. They said, so, you know how, like, they've... Like, if John killed the Nightman, it would be, like, like predictable, but it's predictable because... Predictable because isn't it, necessarily bad. Because it kind of makes sense that he would? It's kind of the way that, like, story, like, you know, like, tra- like Greek tragedy and stuff, like, it's like you kind of know what's going to happen, and that's, you know... But, um, because the events leading up to that kind of point you in that direction. Yeah, but what if, sense? like, a person with no connection to the storyline who is a badass child soldier did it with no problems? I mean, it would be an epic twist. They said that we hope to avoid the expected, and Jon Snow has always been the hero, the one who's been the savior. But it just didn't seem right to us for this moment. That's, but that's because you did that. You make him live all the time. You could just not... Do put him in situations when that happens. No, he had you to go stand it. on you a lake. The story. He had to go stand on a liquid lake in the lake in the lands of always winter for a while until Khaleesi sent her dragon there. Yeah. It's just cool that now we have two dragons and all the good guys versus a couple of cell swords and some ships, and one zombie, wonder, one I big zombie. I wonder who's gonna win. The thing, is, like there, I, I heard like show only people be like. Oh, well, what, you know, maybe anyone can die. Maybe the Night King will actually end up on top, which is, like, silly, but it's less silly than Cersei winning. Yeah. Nobody in the world thinks that Cersei is going to win. And she was right the whole time, though. She was right, Robert Glover was right, Sweet Robin was right. Sweet Robin is playing fucking Super Smash Brothers in his bedroom. Yeah. He's playing with Bran. 
<laughs> they're playing over... That's where Bran... Yeah. <laughs> Having a nice little land party. Bran fucking disconnects after Sweet Robin's about to be stalking. <laughs> oh, there was lag. I'm sorry. Oh, hey, Theon. Yeah. Oh, lag, you're good. Lag, lag, lag. Uh, Theon, you're good. <laughs> I'm just fucking playing for glory. Oh, what did you see, Bran? Uh, it's hard to explain. Uh, <laughs> Bran is just fucking spaced out and Theon, like, walks up to him. He's like, Bran... Bren, are you here? PK fire! PK fire! <laughs> Bren, Bren, the Night King's here. What do we do? And Bren just like playing the new Joker DLC. <laughs> oh, fucking never sick. See it. Aegon! Aegon, Aegon! <laughs> Persona! Persona! Okay. Uh, Work of the Week? Yeah, anyways, the fucking Army of the Dead's gone now. Work of the Week. Work of the Week, brought to you by Firestone Tires. <laughs> Did did Kim sneak out of the room again? Yeah, Kim's gone. Good. She couldn't handle it. Yeah, it was too epic. Uh-huh. She had to go to the crypts. <laughs> she had to, yeah. So, my theory this week starts with Arya Stark. Okay. As all good theories do. Yeah. All fight scenes, they have to start with Arya. So what do we? what have we learned recently about Arya's character lately? She's 18 years old. She fucks. Yeah. So they wouldn't just have Arya Stark fuck last week because they're fucking weirdo creeps, right? There has to be a narrative purpose for it, right? There must be some type of narrative Yeah, they're not just, like, weirdos who have a pattern of doing this with, like, actresses who turn 18. There's gotta be a narrative purpose for this. So, typically, you know, we see whites crawling on the ceiling like Spider-Man trying to kill anybody in the vicinity, but with Arya, they don't notice her at all in the library. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Because whites can only sense virgins. Okay. Think about it. Only people uh. who were never fucked, or who never fucked, are killed by whites in this episode. Dolores Ed, Night's Watch, Dead. was made fun of for being a virgin last episode. Dead. Jorah, never fucked. Mm-hmm. Beric Dondarrion, can't remember his wife because he never fucked. Mm-hmm. All the Unsullied, except for Grey Worm, Grey Worm. who fucked. The only oh god, Night's dude. Watchmen who were alive are Sam and John, who fucked. Oh my god, dude. This is so confirmed. Theon held back a million whites around Bran no problem because he fucked. He had to, the Nightman had to kill him because whites couldn't do it. I don't mean to throw a wrench into your plans. I dare you to do this. But Bran hasn't fucked. He wasn't killed by whites. Oh, okay. I, but, but they, Oh, they can only detect, so... Whites can only sense virgins, yeah. Oh, so, and they were chasing after... I mean, Bran was the target. Okay, you're right, yeah. I'm, I'm, I misunderstood. That's okay, it's hard to explain. <laughs> it's hard to explain, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Didn't... Tyrion. So the Nightman no, only like... kind of killed one dragon and Theon, huh? Kind of the main he, villain? Yeah, that's all he did. Cool. Uh, no, like, no, all the fun theories, it's my favorite part of Game of Thrones season, which is where, like, the payoff for everybody's stupid-ass theories should have paid off. And you know, it's where it's always like, nothing, it's oh, never true, We're gonna see, we're gonna been. see White Hodor, Carsey's yeah. gonna come back, uh-huh. and then people get the men in black light, and they're like, I never said that. Yeah. It's good. It's hard to explain. Uh, confirmed. Thank you. Three uh, more episodes. Well, Three more episodes. A lot of questions. 
So oh, we're not going to get to them all. Was there anything people wanted to talk about this week? Yeah, a few things people wanted to talk about. I mean, we cover. I I bet we covered some of it in the episodes. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, postgot at gmail dot com. Postgameofthrones dot com. First question this week comes in from enemy of the show uh, Tumblr user Tramampoline, who asked a question. Okay. Kind of a excuse map. me, where do I apple for the position of Mrs. Oglesby? Uh, excuse me, where do I apple for the position of Mrs. Oglesby? <laughs> Mew is under the truck. Mew is under the truck. Tumblr user, a king who still cared, asked the question. Oh, I like that. So do you guys think the White Walkers are actually dealt with now, or are they still going to be a threat somehow in the future? They're done. They're d- I, I Until I saw the next week preview, I was like, there's no fucking way. Mm. Oh, also, do you, does he, so, do you think the fucking third twist that George told D&D was just Arya kills the White Walkers? I don't think so, because he doesn't exist. Yeah, the but what if she just exist. kills all of them? Uh, okay, that would be sick. Arya is gonna invent the combustion engine, which is gonna combat global cooling and make global warming happen. Okay, I like it. But yeah, I think I think we're done with the blue man, unfortunately. Uh enemy of the show Targaryen F. Loyalist taking turns at random asked a question. This one just says S. Okay. Um, <laughs> so were you part of our, our S last I remember th- seeing S, but I don't know how it started. So when Jorah was dying, people in the chat, dozens of people started posting S, which as we know, F is to pay respects for the nightman. We love you. Uh-huh. Um mm-hmm. gone too soon. Um, but S is to spit on the grave, I believe. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> so, please press S to spit on Jorah Mormont's corpse. Thank you. Um, also asked, if you were to genuinely cast a voice actor for the Night King, who would it be? Also S. 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 Um. It's a little on the nose, but what if it was David Hayter? I was thinking David Hayter! <laughs> Khaleesi. I'm trying to win. I'm trying to make the eternal night, but my my. my <laughs> but I'm dummy thick. I'm trying to break into the tree, but the warding is dummy thick. And my and the clap of my ass cheeks keeps alerting the child soldiers. <laughs> so the sort of on the child soldier thing, the storyline of the entire episode is being a child soldier is good if you're epic enough. Because eventually you'll kill the Dark Man. Liana Mormont wasn't epic enough. Theon wasn't epic enough. Arya, Arya was, was so epic she, enough. So she killed the Shadow Man. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show Destry Hawked asked, What is Bran going to do for the rest of the series? Why? Fuck if I know. Genuinely, it's like, I I was, all week I was kind of like, Oh, maybe they'll have like the Bran, Bran and the Night King die at the same time. Because it's like, okay, if they're... If they're gonna die, then, like, the whole, you know, the f- whole, like, magical storyline is gonna end. Mm-hmm. You know how fucking, you know how there's a whole thing about, like, the return of magic into the realm, and there's, like, fucking, there, the dragon's hatching was, like, a magical, mysterious thing, and also it seems to coincide with winter, sort of. Mm-hmm. And there's a thinking that, like, oh, maybe the dragons are here to, like, balance out winter, and when winter's gone, the dragons will also go away. Mm-hmm. But what if a child soldier does it? What if a kid's a child soldier does it? And the dragons don't do anything. It'd be really good. They didn't need to they didn't need Blue Viserion. They legitimately did not. They can just fucking take a boat or swim. All of season seven was fucking useless. They can uh, go through the fucking door. Ooh. 
this one comes from Tumblr user friend of the show, Venusaurphobia. Right, there's something about I, that you like, right? I like the new icon. It's kind of I a smirking like nightman, huh? A smirking nightman with the flames behind him. <laughs> he looks good. If you don't watch the show, please look up Nightman Smile. You'll love it. He's so happy. Uh... This one says, this app had a lot of video... I'm still looking at the picture. This app had a lot of (laughs) video game influences. Arya did Metal Gear for five minutes. Liana hit the big chiropractor Zelda weak point, as Brooke said. And Bran went into spectator cam while waiting for a matchup. What game will the final three episodes mostly pull from? It'd be really funny if it turned to a dating sim. (laughs) I mean, we fucking see Arya start kiss again, so, you know. So, hey, you know, there's, there's precedent for it. Yeah, and the Hound and Gendry are there, so fucking whatever. And Tyrion and Sansa, Tyrion fucking kissed Sansa's hand for some reason. And they look like they were in a big marriage bed, and Sansa has apologized to Tyrion all three episodes, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I was expecting that the fucking battle for the Winterfell, the long night that lasts six hours, was gonna be kind of like a big RPG Undertale, Earthbound kind of ending... Where uh-huh. it's like everybody works together and like they, you know, they, they pray for their friends' support and mm-hmm. then they all come together and kill the Nightman. But no, it's just sort of Theon is there. No, none of that. Theon's just there. What if you were fighting Flowey and Papyrus just ran up and died and then, and then the weird monster kid ran up and stabbed it and that was the whole game? That'd be so sick, dude. Um, a couple, we had a lot of anonymous, here's a couple. Okay. Uh, since the Three-Eyed Raven is nonsense that the show truly doesn't care about, what should Bran be or do now that, now or have been from the start instead of the Three-Eyed Raven that makes his character relevant to the petty political drama of the Game of Thrones? Do you think Bran could warg inside Cersei's pregnancy and defeat her from the inside? I mean, we do know that he can warg into Jon's balls. We know he can warg into Jon's balls, so I think this is plausible. The thing is, we know that Cersei is real pregnant because Jamie did an ultrasound, but he Wait, didn't... What? Each season is one year. Yeah, famously. How is Cersei still gregarious? Well, it's hard to explain. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, do you even watch the show? Stop poking No, balls. no. But the thing is, we don't know if it's Jamie's baby. So maybe Cersei... We'll finish her Gregarious period and give birth uh-huh. to a blue baby who will okay. pop out of the womb with a fucking sword and kill Euron and cut his dicky off. Okay, I like that. It's gonna be good next episode when Euron hears that Theon's dead and makes a joke about his cock. If you um, fucking told me two years ago that Euron Greyjoy was the big bad and he outlives the Nightman... Yeah, you're, that's... Fucking bull. I would be like, listen, this Dorn storyline isn't very good, but I bet it's not going to get much worse than this. Uh, anonymous, another Anonymous also said the wife is Nisa Nisa, so... Well, there you go. Confirmed. That one. Thanks for sending that one in, uh, Brian Cogman. Let's see. Uh, Tumblr user Pi Kraken. P. Kraken? Mm-hmm. Pi Kraken. Ask a question. Now, P. Kraken would be funny. P. Kraken, yeah. 
Theon's death is making me realize how little agency and importance he's had in his own storyline for the last few seasons. When was the last time he did something because of his own motivations, and not because some other character expected him to? And to have Arya do the same shit he did, but pull it off instead of dying, is the final sign I needed that these writers don't give a fuck about characters that aren't cool, epic, marketable badasses. I hope you rip this episode to shreds tomorrow. Oh, I liked it, yeah, unfortunately. We'll do it, we'll do it, unfortunately it was really good, so I can't help you on that one. Yeah. But we were talking it's, in... it's, Go ahead. I think it's less, um, like, I don't want this to come off as defending D&D, but I think it's less of them saying, like, let's be mean to Theon, and more like, we only care about these characters. Yeah, it's Stannis shit, where it's like, they'll do anything to make the characters they like look badass, and they, they were not thinking about Theon. Um, I saw some video that I only agreed with some of it, so I only watched half of it, because sure. I didn't say the show was bad enough. But it was saying how, like, in all of the, like, friend of the show George written parts that the show adapted, like, yeah. if it, like, you know how in, like, season two or whatever, we still see Rob doing, like, battle plans? Yeah. Even though we know that, like, well, we don't know, but, like, his plot is that he ends up dead at the Red Wedding, but, like, if it was true, he would be doing battle plans because he doesn't know that. Uh-huh. Like, if the same events happen now, it would just be, Rob would be like, well, we're at war with the Lannisters. Now I'm off to get married. Uh-huh. You know? So that's kind of like the Theon thing where, like, Theon wouldn't, we wouldn't see Theon just have a life because all that matters is how he factors into the epic character story. Yep. We were talking so. about this in the chat uh, last night. When do you think the last, like, so, like, we could say that what Theon did was, like, brave, even though it didn't make sense, and he should have, like, stayed to protect Bran until the dragons got there. When was the last thing prior to that that was, like, a brave thing that a main character did? John yelled at the dragon. To me, I think it was, like, when Theon watched Miranda die from a height, and then he decided to jump with Sansa at the same height, but they're main Oh, like an actual fun. brave thing, not, like, a fighting a demon bravery. Like, well, John, this... Like, like John yelling character. at a dragon is just as stupid as the thing where he fucking Greg Sheffielded the entire fucking line of horses that was running at him, but people like that Did one. Did you just say Greg Sheffield? Gary Sheffield, fuck. <laughs> Many are saying I haven't played a baseball video game in literally 15 years, and I Many can't. Many people are oh, saying... Oh, I was thinking of Greg Maddox, the left-handed baseball man who I like. Who famously pitched and was not a good hitter. No, he was good. He was a good hitter, yeah. He was good. Uh So, it's a good show. They like Theon, they care about him, and that's why he died before Yara and Euron. Uh, Ooh, Tumblr user Gigantic Larry asked a question. I like that. Like that one. Seasons 1 through 7. All the political intrigues are a distraction, and the humans will have to come together to deal with the real, bigger threat up north. Season 8. Turns out the threat is pretty easy to deal with, and the real Game of Thrones was the actual Game of Thrones. It's a twist. You can't be mad at it. It's your owned. It's in the title. We've all been owned. It's a twist. We you worked like ourselves. It. In, we worked ourselves into a shoot by literally believing what the characters on the TV show said to us. We thought D and D were gonna gonna do it. They were gonna tell the story that they were building towards. You're owned. Owned. Uh, last question of the evening. Tumblr user friend of the show Dork Phoenix asked. Would you guys reboot Pigot when the prequels roll around? Will the pain ever end? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, the sure. Th- the thing is, though, uh-huh. uh, recently, I don't know if we hit this on the show, but 
Brian Cogman's prequel did get canceled it's recently. Canceled. Specifically, Brian Cogman's own idea is Yeah, out, our so. long national nightmare is over and Brian Cogman got owned. The evil has been defeated, Cog- Coggers got owned, and... But! The only uh, other prequel that we know information about... Is called The Long Night. Is about the fucking Long Night! It's gonna be one episode, so yeah, it's we'll do it. It's gonna be one episode, and they're gonna be like, fuck, I wish we had a child soldier and a fucking trebuchet here. We can cover one episode. I'll commit to that. Yeah, we will cover at least one episode of the prequels. Yeah. Confirmed. Um, that's post-Game of Thrones. See you next week for another one of these fucking 80-minute ones, except there's no battle this time. There's no battle. Cersei's there, and she's, and she's, um, Grabando. She's Garbanzo. (laughs) She's Garbanzo. (laughs) And, uh, Euron's also there. Harry Strickland's probably there. What if she's uh, been uh, Gregnant's for so long because she just got she got several pregnant at the same time and she's going to have three Cersei? more kids and she's going to name Cersei them Joffrey, got- Marcella, and Tommen. Cersei got triple Gregor Clegane and <laughs> she's going to have lots of beautiful blue babies. Do you remember this episode when a child soldier single-handedly defeated a giant that was eight times bigger than Gregor Clegane, but we're going to try to get invested about fucking... Sandor Clegane, the world's largest fire-loving man, fighting a single zombie. It's yeah. That just kind of that's like six five. (laughs) It's a big Game of Thrones. Just what do you think happens that you don't know already know already from the leaks? I have fucking no idea, dude. It's gonna be next week. Is definitely gonna be like after last week. Oh, it's gonna be fucking battle. The the state. We take a step back. Take a a breather and see the aftermath of the battle before the David and Dan flex their writing chops and show us that the characters are the real central part of the show, even though Winter doesn't matter. And Ned Stark was wrong. Why was Ned worried? Why is that their house words? It doesn't matter. fine. Nothing matters. Winter is coming and briefly going after. That's good. Um, Posting at the NC next week. uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Ooh, Jim Carrey. Robotnik. Oh, we gotta talk about Jim Carrey before we go. uh, It looks good. It looks really good. So we have something to look forward to. Listen, I don't want to get too hyped up, but... Might be a top ten carry home. Yeah, it looks good. Just, ba- just based on we have to see how racist he is in it. But yeah. just based on that screenshot, it looks like it's up there, dude. Yeah, I do also just want to give a shout out to George R. R. Martin for not posting anything on the blog on his blog in the last couple of days. The last thing he posted was a photo of him from like the seventies, and he's like, oh, "I sure looked cool." Yeah, he's writing. Uh, yeah, he's writing. Thank you. He's George. watching the episode and he's making the novelization. Yeah, Game of Thrones as made famous by George R. R. Martin, adapted from A Song of uh-huh. Ice and Fire, as seen on HBO's television shit series, Emmy Award winning A Game of Thrones. Uh, Gendry, my uh, boyfriend, uh, can you make me a staff that's regular, and then can you also <laughs> make me a trampoline? Gendry, I need to sneak up on the nightmare. <laughs> okay, that's my belly going, that means I've been the episode. <laughs> oh, Snake, you mean the guy who the children of the forest made and they don't factor into the ending at all? Hi, Snake. I'm the Nightman. I'll be providing information about weaponry on this mission. Oh, and just, I know it's, I know it's tummy time, but, um, just so you know, I know we've been critical of the episode, but, um, that ending was meaningful, according to David and Dan, because, um, he, the, uh, the Nightman was created with Valyrian steel dragon glass. Uh, he wasn't! Right at the same tree, because that's the Winterfell heart tree now, apparently. 
And he was created there, and he's uncreated at the same spot with the same Valyrian steel. So I'm not owned. You are. Whatever, dude. Sonic the Hedgehog team. Sonic the Hedgehog. Three more. Keep it Slurpy. Keep it sloshy. Slurp it up and slurp it out. Slip it. Slip it up. Bop it. Twist it. Pull it. Grab it. Pull it. Crank it. Stop format it. Stop format it. Grey Worm is alive still. Good night. Bye. (laughs) Hypnotic. Funky Fresh.